Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. I think we've all been through this. Embarrassed about a purchase at a store. And of course, for many men, I would assume women as well, we all buy these things. But condoms are at the top of the list of things we've been embarrassed uh, buying. And sometimes what we'll do is we'll try to shield it with some kind of wholesome product to make us look like we're kind of a balanced human being. Right. We're not just a degenerate. <laughs> you know, it's like we used to have to order porn in a hotel room. You know, I'd order up a Disney film just to cleanse myself on the bill. Because I'd watched, you know, Teenage Booby Freak uh, 12 times. <laughs> yeah, and you want to confuse them. Like, was he trying to watch Enchanted again? <laughs> Just kept hitting the wrong button. He hit the wrong button. Yeah, I don't that? know. Yeah. Uh, but condoms are the uh, the number one thing we're embarrassed. Uh, and then any kind of emergency contraceptive, bed bug spray, head lice treatment, Hemorrhoid cream or diarrhea relief. <laughs> yeah, these are all things we just... <laughs> Especially when I'm buying my diarrhea relief with my legs shaking at the counter. Right. And you always know something's going on in a vat of Gatorade. At the pharmacy, when the guy's whispering. You oh, know, right. Where's yeah. your um, ringworm cream? <laughs> Do you have anything for a stinging penis? <laughs> um, adult diapers, pregnancy test, uh, period products, all of this stuff, cold sore treatments. And so usually the, the women or men working at the pharmacy know more about your personal life than your own family members oh, do. Oh, yeah. For sure they do. Yeah. Thankfully now, though, we've got the self-checkout, which is good. Yes. You know, that's good for the young yeah, people Yeah, that's today. true. You don't have to stand there in line and have some oh judgmental my. old woman stare at you. Now I want them gone. That's a rite of passage, really. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want my sons to go through that embarrassment <laughs> when they decide yeah. it's time to buy that stuff. Who do you think in your home will be more freaked out the day uh, you stumble upon, say, a condom wrapper or a box? You need to ask? No, I just want to. <laughs> you know what? Because I'll tell you a story that happened to me uh, when I was a teenager. I was dating this girl, and we had a dog, Misty, this beautiful lab. And uh, so I was, it was me and the uh, the girl I was dating. We were hanging out in my room, and my mom was standing at the door gabbing with the three of like The three of us were having a conversation. The dog is in the room roaming around, and doesn't the dog go under the bed, comes out with an opened, emptied condom wrapper <laughs> in his mouth, and drops it right there on the floor. <laughs> Want to talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> <laughs> that conversation ended quickly. Yeah. yeah. Like, boy, that it happened to me uh, when uh, I had a water bed, mm. right, when mm -hmm. I was a teenager at home. And one day I came home really either late at night or early in the morning, yep. whichever you want to describe it, in a uh, <laughs> lucid state. Uh, and, uh, and I lay down on the bed and got... Like, it was wet. Like, the bed it was uh -oh. leaking. Uh-oh. Right? Like, oh, crap. So here I am in my drawers at, like, 4 in the morning. Trying to stop a leak. Trying to stop a leak and actually getting the hose out and all the <laughs> stuff to try and actually drain the rest of this bladder of the water bed. And you're drunk. Right? And I'm drunk. And so my mom, I had woke her up by banging around in the garage. Uh, it came in. She said, oh, my goodness. What's that? Like, the, the bed's leaking. This is crazy. Okay. 
there were drawers underneath right. the bed, right. which, of course, is where you keep everything. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, we got to empty out these drawers. Yeah. Like, no! <laughs> Not that drawer! Oh, I would no. rather drown in that yeah. bed. Her wholesome, the son she gave birth to, love, and he's just a drawer full I couldn't of... just throw out wrappers. Well, I guess you can't just put them in the regular bathroom. No, you right? got to find a moment. you got to find the right time. Yeah. Oh, having teenage sons. It's a beautiful thing. It is a National Hot Dog Day. Oh. Timmy's Day, but it's also National Hot Dog yes, Day. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, so now the debate happens. I saw some people online discussing this. Is a, uh, is a hot dog, uh, uh, it would be considered a, uh, does it qualify as a sandwich or not? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's a sandwich. I tend to agree with you. I know it is damn delicious. It's a thing of beauty. I mean, I like. There's people who say like a hamburger is a sandwich, but I don't. I don't really think mm. of it that way either. No, I know sandwiches are cold cuts or tuna or you know BLT, whatever it might be. Mind you, a chicken burger is really a chicken sandwich to me. So I, huh. I, I guess I'm a little really? partial there. That's yeah. interesting. So if you were to take a, a turkey and make a like a grill it and throw on some mustard and mayo and lettuce and whatever, you'd still call that a sandwich. I'd still call it a sandwich. Huh. Interesting. Well, anyhow, it is a National Hot Dog Day, and we can all agree that they're just uh, a thing of beauty. They're, who doesn't love a good hot dog? If I met somebody who didn't like hot dogs, I mean, if you're vegetarian, of course, you know, but, the, you know. They got veggie hot dogs. They got veggie hot dogs for you. It, um, it's the smell. Like, the second I smell a hot dog, mm, I, I got to have one. Funny how great hot dogs smell, but have you ever smelled hot dog water after you've boiled them? Gross. It's gross. gross. Although, I will say this. I'm not sure if there's any food item that has cost me more than hot dogs. Health-wise, you mean? Uh, well, perhaps. <laughs> we'll find that out later on. Yeah. But how many times have I been driving in the vicinity of a Costco mm. and said, hmm, I'll go in for a dollar hot dog or dollar fifty, right, and spend three hundred dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Might be the most expensive food item I've come across. Yeah, is a hot dog. Well, that is the great thing about Costco, right? You can go in there, and as you said, you always spend three or four hundred dollars, but you can have a dollar lunch. Yes. Yeah, we met somebody recently who told us the type of dough Costco makes every day. Yes. Yeah, and, uh, well, I mean, I think we all knew they were doing okay. Yeah. Well, you keep going in and buying kayaks. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I only went in for a hot dog. <laughs> Came up with a kayak. <laughs> all right, so here's the other thing with hot dogs. When you have your hot dog, do you put your condiments on the bun and then the wiener in the bun, or do you go wiener in, condiments on top of wiener? Well, the condiments are on the wiener. What are you, a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> Who puts them no. under the wiener? I like to put my condiments in the bun, and then I like to stroke my wiener <laughs> <laughs> through the condiments. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's happy. Oh, the image of that yeah. will just ruin hot dog like day to, for me. I like to give my wiener a spin <laughs> in my bun. Uh, what kind of condiments uh, do you enjoy? Uh, I, I like a mustard. Yeah. Uh -huh. A yellow mustard. Right. Right. And, and a basic mustard. A basic yellow yeah. mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll go ketchup. Mm -hmm. I will go onions. Yeah. Uh, cheese if there's available. Uh, a, on mayo, a, hot dog. a mayo or a garlic mayo, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, shredded cheese on there is good. Huh. Uh, some people are a little offside with their hot dog. Like, it's like a, just a vehicle for condiments. <laughs> I'm guilty. <laughs> like, like, listen, I, I know, and the hot dog carts now are crazy. Like, yeah. the things they offer, like Sour 30 crab. different items on them. Yeah, I like all of it, too. I, um, I like, I'll put the... Um, 
the hot peppers and the pickles and all of it. But then with me, of course, I get it all on top, and half of it falls off anyhow. Like, it's weird. It's like you're masking the taste of a hot dog. Like, you really don't yeah. want a hot dog. You just want all the condiments. I should just it. have a big bowl of condiments. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I, anytime you go to, like, a, a Jays game or I find golfing now, i got to have a hot dog. Ooh, yeah, hot dog at the turn's good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, hockey arenas, like, not so much the Scotiabank, but rather, like, when my kids played House league hockey, like on the weekend of practice, right? Like to get a hot dog in me, even if it was like seven o'clock on a Sunday morning. Tell you if you're golfing uh, and uh, and you get a hot dog at the turn, yeah. tenth tee box, you're gonna slice. Oh, really? Tough to swing around that stomach right after a hot oh, dog. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're, and your right. hands are all covered. Guaranteed in. slice right after the huh. hot dog. All right, that's a good little golfing tip. For you, aim a little more right. Okay, here's a little golfing tip for you. Okay. If you go to any of the Bruce's Rewards, they'll bring you out not only a hot dog, you can order it from the beer cart girl, but uh, one of Teddy Reader's uh, pork sandwiches now at all Bruce's Rewards golf courses. What? Yes, sir, pork sandwiches. How do they deliver that? They're going to make them. Teddy makes them. Going to go to the joint? Teddy comes right to your cart. <laughs> Right there for you. <laughs> so, there you go. Now, <laughs> Listen, I could pull my cart right up to Ted's barbecue, and he's not coming up to my cart. So, I know that's not happening. So, there you go. Enjoy a hot dog today. Get a wiener in you. You won't be sorry. I got really uh, aggravated yesterday. I was listening to uh, talk radio, and there was a, a guy who uh, had opened up, uh, started a website called Safe To Do, uh, and uh, Safe To, I guess, is, is what it is. And... Um, he uh, basically came up with this idea because he's a guy who has some real concerns about COVID. And I don't know his history, his family story, why he's so anxious about it. But for whatever reason, he is. And uh, so he decided that he wanted to offer up a service to people who, like himself, would rather just go to places of business where he knows he's safe. So perhaps a gym where all the employees have been vaccinated or restaurants where all the employees have been vaccinated grocery stores, this type of thing. And he thought, and I think I agree with him, he thought this would be a great opportunity as well for some businesses to promote themselves. You know, certainly they've been through a tough go this last year or more, almost 16 months, whatever it's been. And so why not any opportunity to help promote a business that's been struggling during this? So he he put up this site and he offered it basically any business that's uh, doing all the vaccines and following all the protocols. They could, uh, you know, share their story and put it on the site. And then people would know, I'm going to eat at this restaurant or I'm going to work out at this gym because I know it's safe. Well, don't the anti-vaxxers, and again, it's a, it's a small group, but they're very loud. Don't they pounce on this poor guy to the point where he had to shut down the site because he was being threatened by them. His family was being threatened by them. And I could hear it in his voice. He was actually very concerned to the point where the host had to say, look, you're in a safe place here. You're, mm. you know, I'm with you on this. I agree with what you're doing. Did he shut it down? Yeah, he did. He it shut just it down. A, a couple of days ago, it was on Blog TL. They were talking yeah, about it. Yeah, he had to shut it down because not only were they threatening the anti-vaxxers, threatening him. But they were threatening the businesses, and they were writing up bad reviews. Now, you can be anti-vax all you want, but I guess that makes you anti-business as well. Because all these people are trying to do is to run their business. Right. They've put their money into it. Why is it now you has to pounce on them and try to make an already horrible situation even worse? They've just been allowed to reopen. They're trying to promote themselves. And you got to be just a J-hole and cause this kind of trouble. Well, I can only imagine these people feel like they're kind of backed into a corner now because they are the minority yeah um and and some of them the very vocal minority some of the silent Mm -hmm. minority the ones you know in the news today that don't want to be asked whether or not 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had the vaccine. They think it's rude to ask because they don't really want to talk about why they're they're not getting it. Um, because they're embarrassed they're, to admit I it. think there's a bit of embarrassment going on there now, too, because they're starting to see that, they're, that they are in the minority when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but there are some who are very loud and vocal about it and proud to tell you why they won't take it and don't trust it and don't trust the government or whatever yeah. uh, and don't want it forced upon them. And I think that's where this you know, real... Uh, lashing out comes from is that they're also looking at these businesses as places that are shunning them mm. because they wouldn't be allowed to go to them right because they don't have uh the vaccine or people right. couldn't work there if you they know didn't. reading what this guy t- talked about he, he started it because he was looking for a gym yeah. and in that gym environment yep he wanted uh you know some place that he felt safer with among other fully vaccinated yeah. people um, but the restaurants and, and places of business that he has on there are all forms. In fact, uh, Fillmore's, the strip club, was one of them that was on there. <laughs> and hey, you know. I, mean, I salute Fillmore's. <laughs> but, it, but what's interesting is, like, we have this concept across Ontario where uh, restaurants and businesses have, remember, the green, yellow, and red signs yep. that tell you whether or not they're safe to enter because they've been inspected mm. and they don't have any problems with. Did you have problems against that mm-hmm. before? Because, you know, that was bad for business for some and others would shun a place because, well, all right, it wasn't clean and could uh, so others could say, well, who cares? It's mm. fine. Don't worry about it. Go inside. You'll be fine. You'll live. Mm-hmm. Right? You'll survive whatever you're getting from that restaurant. Look, you know, even in this situation, you and I have both been vaccinated. But honestly, if you had decided you didn't want it, what I would say to you is I think you're wrong. But, you know, I, I, you got to carry on with whatever makes you comfortable. And that's how we should all deal with this. Look, if you don't want to get the vaccine, all right, fine. Again, I think you're wrong. And I think inevitably you're going to get sick. The numbers are showing that now. This uh, Delta variant is very, very contagious, and it's probably just a matter of time before you get it. And I hope you don't get really sick, and I hope you don't end up in the hospital. I don't want anything like that to happen to anybody. But at the end of the day, let this guy live his life and let these restaurants, if they want to wave the flag that they are fully vaccinated, then let them do that. Like, what? Why do, you, why do people have to run around stomping on others? It drives me crazy. Well, listen, when it comes to the online, a lot of it is the cancel culture, yeah. right? It's that, oh, well, well I, I don't like what they're doing, so I can yeah. voice my opinion of that. And I've got to tell others that I don't like yeah. what they're doing because I don't want them to like what they're doing either, yeah. right? We're, we're, all, we're all silent influencers yeah. when it comes to this, or we think we are. Like, we can influence other people's decisions based on, on our opinions of mm-hmm. things. You know, the, the, one, of the, one of the great uh, you know, mysteries and at the same time detractors of the Internet is that, you know, it's so good for so much information yeah. and so bad because there's too much information. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of this is just TMI. Didn't yep. need to know yep. and could care less. Well, I just, I, like I said, I just felt so bad for this guy yesterday. So for those of you who pounced on him, way to go. I hope you feel brave and strong because you took a man who was already concerned about things and you've made him scurry into a corner now, shut down his site. He tried to do something nice but for they're, people. But they're just pushing their opinion on him, though, yeah. right? 
But to threaten him and his family but, is. But, a, but that's it. There's because they're just like, ah, listen, you're, you you won't die from it. You'll be fine. Right. 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 But he does. Yeah. But again, this is the thing that drives me crazy because I hear this from people who don't want to take the vaccine. I'm young. I'm. It's not about you. Yeah. They cannot seem to get that in their head. Yeah. It's I know. not about you. Anyhow, I said before. Listen, you know, like gonorrhea's got a 99% survival rate. Doesn't mean I want to get it. I'll tell you from experience, it's not easy to live with. Jeff Bezos uh, successfully launched his penis into space. His, uh, Twice, I guess. <laughs> Same ship. Yeah. Like, that thing did real, really look phallic. Like, who designed that? I don't know. Um, obviously not Jeff's ex-wife. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, she would have stuck around. You would have think been, would have been a lot smaller, yeah. <laughs> limp, <laughs> bent. Uh, the whole thing took about ten minutes, uh, or on average, the amount of time an Amazon employee gets in a twelve-hour workday for a break. Um, the flight made history by carrying the oldest and youngest people to ever fly in space. An eighty-two-year-old female uh, aviator named Wally Funk. Okay. That is, that is so first of all, a woman named Wally. That's yes, excellent. That's, uh, you're not going to find that very often. But I love the last name of Funk. Right. Wally Funk. Uh-huh. That's a great handle. And uh, Oliver Damon, an 18-year-old Dutch student. Now, was it on uh, Jeff Bezos that somebody had uh, bought uh, a ticket or had won, or, like, had won in an auction or something, that's and they I'm, couldn't go? That's what I'm wondering, how this 18-year-old kid got on there. I don't know. But whose schedule is so busy? That you would have, like, I can't remember the amount of money they spent to get on this thing. And then go, oh, it doesn't fit into my schedule. Well, you can't move things around? You maybe, got a dentist appointment Maybe that it's day? more like an Ashton Kutcher situation where you bought it and then someone said, uh, uh-uh, you're yeah. not going. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Bezos is going to fly two more human missions before the end of the year. He's already selling tickets for future flights. No word on how much they cost, but he claims sales have already approached $100 million. Yes, because he needed the money. Mm-hmm. Mm. Virgin Galactic is reportedly charging about $250,000 per flight. Uh, Bezos Blue Origin is expected to be around the same. I would hope this would do more for the future of our planet than just putting more money into their pockets. I mean, Bezos speaks of the fragility of our planet. From being up that high, looking down, to see this little ball we live on and realize... You know, we got to make sure this thing keeps going because at this point we don't have anywhere else to go. You would hope now that they would see that and somewhere in their hearts and deep wallets they'd say, I could do something for the planet here. Well, I mean, he really could do something for the planet. In fact, the money that he spent in order to launch himself into space would do a lot for the planet. And he could start with the, I don't know, the name of his company in helping things right. like Amazon. But. Uh, regardless, I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that they can make a whole bunch of money mm. uh, by launching satellites and doing private flights up into space uh, to continue this program. And they're just going to put more and more billions into their pockets. And they really do they have to look at this. If, you're, if you've already raised like $100 million in flights, this is all catering to the top 1%. Sure. Right? Yep. And maybe doing a little more for the 99% below, starting in his own <laughs> workplaces, if the employees are having such a hard time with the conditions that they work in there. They really have to take uh, some uh, an inward look, I think. two hundred and fifty grand to ride a penis. <laughs> Prostitutes <laughs> <laughs> been getting a raw deal for years. 
It is uh, Rock Mornings, and Lucky and I are at Tim Hortons today for Camp Day. We're in Whitby at uh, Brock in the 401. It's been great. We've had a couple of ladies came by. I've been offering up the deep kissing and dry humping. Nobody right. wants it. Not a taker. No. Well, listen, they don't know what they're missing. <laughs> I mean, when I go in for the dry hump, it's, it's uncomfortable to begin with. Yes, when very I just, much so. When I'm clinging and rubbing, it's it's something to... <laughs> that image. <laughs> oh, it's something to behold. We'll spit that coffee right back out. Let's go with some random facts, shall we? Okay. Alligators. Alligators grow through a, a bit of a hibernation in the winter. I don't know if they go completely down like bears, but they, they do... Uh, go for a long sleep, and they keep their noses above the surface of the water. So if it freezes, they can still breathe. Does water freeze where alligators are? Where are they? Like they, uh, I guess Florida? Not much. Well, they had that one uh, deep freeze years ago. Right. So maybe. They're always prepared, anyhow. Um, uh, along the animal line, animal life stops at 1.2 miles below the surface of the earth. Some worms live that low, but nothing lives lower. How many leagues is that? Under the sea. Yeah, I don't know. How long is a league? I don't know. It's one of those weird kind of measurements. Is it a still a me- is it actually a measurement, a league? I would think so. Yeah, I, was, I found it weird, too, with, like, in Britain, they, they measure things by stone. Like yes, weight, weight right? is by stone. Yeah, they're odd people. Over. Like, just really weird. Yeah. Like, like, what was the original stone that they used to set that up? Right? Like, oh, there's a big rock. We'll use mm. that. How many of those do you weigh? Hmm. These are good questions. Like I know. You. I have no answers. <laughs> I got you. Got random facts. Yeah. I got random questions. You got a lot of questions. We got no answers. <laughs> All right. Let's stick with more animal stuff. Okay. Antlers and horns. Do you know the difference between antlers and horns? Uh, no. Antlers are a single piece and are shed and regrown every year. Horns are made of two pieces: a bone core and a keratin cover. And they don't shed, except in one case, the prog horn, a species that looks like an antelope. Okay. So there you know the difference now between the So horns are always two? Uh, Horns are two and antlers are one. Hmm. Yeah. It's a nice rack. (laughs) Uh, What else do we have here? Oh, Vin Diesel is a huge fan of the game Dungeons & Dragons. You wouldn't think that of him. Really? Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. He's been playing for more than 20 years, and he actually wrote the foreword to a book called 30 Years of Adventure, A Celebration of Dungeons and Dragons. Were you ever a fan in high school? Did you play with your buddies? I uh, can honestly say I've never played the game. Not for a second. No. I played Double Dragon, the video game, mm. but not Dungeons and Dragons. It was, I thought that was a board game, wasn't it? It was. Like it cards? I'm too? sure it's online, and there's probably groups. I know my son, my oldest son, is still involved with a group of guys from high school that he plays with. Yeah, and he's got a girlfriend and got laid. <laughs> I always thought playing Dungeons and Dragons and getting laid didn't go hand in hand. Well, for some, that does go hand in hand because <laughs> they're in the dungeon and there's a dungeon master somewhere as well. Actually, I, I just said that and I realized Maria's probably listening. <laughs> Daniel's never had sex. <laughs> never. Never. Especially not when he moves back into the house. Oh, there'll be none of that. <laughs> if, if, I'm, if I'm not getting laid in my house, there's no chance he's going to. Speaking of getting laid, one of those weird moments. So our youngest son, when he moved up north, we had to get some stuff out of his closet for him and uh, send him up uh, with his uh, with his girlfriend. Right. Uh, and but prior to that, Maria had to go in and find the stuff that he needed, and inside was like a Costco sized box of condoms. <laughs> It's a weird moment. I said, I said, well, at least we know he's practicing safe sex. True, yes. Yeah. Well, I guess he doesn't need that in Nineveh. No, no. 
would anybody ever go through us like in my whole lifetime i don't know that i go through a whole box of costco sized condoms i remember one of the first events i ever did with the rock we had this massive giveaway and one of it was like a lifetime supply of condoms oh really and it was i think it was like a thousand condoms (laughs) in a big box and wouldn't it be like some 70 year old woman (laughs) (laughs) well maybe she gave it to her it was a lifetime supply for her Yeah. yeah yeah I wouldn't have gotten two or three hundred into them in my entire lifetime. <laughs> um, the song with the longest title ever on the Billboard Hot 100 chart was a disco medley from 1981 by a group called Stars on 45. Its title was 218 characters long. <laughs> medley, intro, Venus, sugar, sugar, no reply, I'll be back, drive my car, do you want to know a secret? We can work it out. I should have known better. Nowhere, man. You're going to lose that girl in Stars on 45. Do you remember uh, these guys? I, you know what? I one think I heard wonder. that at weddings, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you imagine waiting for that to scroll across your screen in the car? What <laughs> song am I listening to? I guess they were mostly Beatles songs, weren't they? I think so. Yeah. Um, despite the myth, your hair and fingernails don't grow. Or don't keep growing after you die. This was a myth that was I had heard this in the past. Right. They kept growing after you die, but no, that's not true. Okay. And uh, finally, the ancient Egyptians had proctologists. (laughs) That's right. Imagine going to an ancient Egypt uh, Egyptian proctologist. That would have been painful. It's painful now. Uh, The ancient Egyptian word for proctologist translates to (laughs) out shepherd. Yes. No go zone. It, it translates to shepherd of the anus. Just, your nickname in high school. How'd you know? Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.